is the Fantasy Football Hangover. Today we are joined by Chris Woody Wood for his second appearance on the show. We'll be talking FPL, all things Bastille, Plymouth and Blue Poo. Don't miss it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover. It's Woo! episode 23 of the second season. I'm joined, as usual, by Richard. Hello, Rich. Hello, William. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. And Robert. Rob. Hello. I'm sat quite far from the mic. That's not a good idea, oh, dear. is it? Yeah, it's never good for really you. really going to lean in. The quiet one. Yeah. And that, guest you, that voice you just heard is our guest today. He loved being on the podcast last season so much that he's come back for more. It's Bastille's fixture-proof drummer, currently sat in 13th place in our All-Star League, sandwiched cosily between Max from Yumi at 6 and Adam from the Boxer Rebellion. It's Chris Woody Wood. Welcome back, Woody. Hi, guys. How are we doing? Yeah, very good. 13th out of how many? Uh, 26 or something. Uh, I started off pretty strong and then it's tailed away. I had a pretty good game week a couple weeks ago where everyone else basically shit it. (laughs) And I somehow blagged 60 points. And you didn't Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I've been back to form ever since. <laughs> Eternally dreadful. <laughs> yeah, I saw you played your wild card a couple of weeks ago. Which I've had enough, yeah. yeah. It's just too much dross. Yeah. Had to be done. I wild carded this week, which we can talk about later. It's quite exciting. Rich kicks off. Okay, so I've gone for Charlie Taylor at Burnley. They have three clean sheets in their last five games. Uh, they play in game week 31, which not everyone does, and he's less expensive than Tarkovsky and me. Go, yeah. Rob. So I've gone for Sam Maxime at Newcastle, other than his excellent hair and headband combination. He's only 0.06% owned. Sheffield United, Bournemouth, West Ham next with two TBC fixtures, so they'll have double game weeks soon. Go, Woody. I'm going to go very, very left of field here. I'm going to go with Jordan Pickford because we've got upcoming Merseyside derby and I think there's going to be a penalty given, dodgily, and I think it's going to be saved. Nice. Okay, I am going Jordan AU, 5.1 million returns in his last three games. Palace are playing in game week 31 as well, that blank game week. Um, And McTominay is my second one. Another... um, a United asset that's actually doing well. He's back from injury with Banger against City, and if he starts, he'll be a real differential. Just four point nine million and one percent, one point one percent owned. Watch this space. Mm. Yeah. Did we do six then? No, we did five. Would he added one more? Oh. <laughs> five, five, and sixty. Come on, Woody, give us another tip. Keep going. Another tip. Uh, I'm going to go for Aston Villa's Conor Hurahan purely because he is a former Green and a good, <laughs> and, and a good guy and. Uh, he's one of the hardest working players around I reckon so he deserves your love Horahan. yeah and that's, that's easy name. to say Conor Horahan that's a great name isn't it Horahan what position is he he's like centre mid okay so we, we had him the season well he first came to the season that we barely avoided relegation and complete deletion he's one of the kids right uh, but chatting to a former player of ours Maxime Blanchard um is a very good guy apparently just kind of after training every day spend an hour just hammering a ball like short range passing mid range long range right. left foot right foot real pro 
Love that. So yeah. Have you been to Plymouth lately? I have. I went to two games over Christmas, uh, including <laughs> one that aged me about ten years, where we beat beat uh, Newport at home with uh, a last well a ninety sixth minute winner, yes. and we battered them all game. And it's literally been one of those one of those games, and yeah, just just crept goal in the end. Excellent. And then I saw us lose sadly two one to top of the table Swindon on New Year's Day, which was the opening of our brand new grandstand as well. Yeah, so nice. I saw that. Home part looks absolutely Neil, mint now. Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock is an yeah. absolute oh, sweetheart. Yes. Man. He yeah. is. Such is a he dude. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite surprising. Yeah. So like this, this, this sort of persona he's got yeah. on TV, I think it doesn't do him justice. So he's a former a former Argyle manager. Took us up in the playoffs in '96. Right. Uh, but he's he's kept his home in South East Cornwall, so he lives he lives there still. So uh-huh. he keeps quite a close tie to the club. Did you and see he did Soccer Saturday? And he was complaining about having to come all the way from Cornwall to watch the game he was watching was nil nil. Yeah. <laughs> Newcastle, I forget who they played. It was, it was a, couple a of pretty, weeks ago. pretty drossy sort of game, wasn't it? It was brilliant. It was was he in the look. studio? In the studio right, with yeah, the headphones had to go to on. Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get, getting annoyed when they were asking him what was going on in the game. He was saying, I'm trying, trying to watch, watch the game. He's <laughs> <laughs> so asking me quite, It's brilliant. It's worth a watch. They've got a, like, a little highlights clip on. Oh, really? On uh, social media, it's brilliant. No, he's yeah, absolutely sweetheart, and just obviously didn't spend all day talking to me. But he didn't didn't say no to a single picture or autograph or anyone. He was, always oh, had time nice. for everyone. So yeah, a true gent. Yeah, that's a bit contrary to his on-screen persona, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And Plymouth yeah. are doing well, aren't they? We are currently third. third. One, point, one point off top. Is that right? Uh, that yes, right? we are. And then with uh, we're separated from second on goal difference at the minute. So it's getting pretty tight at the top. Yeah. So, so you fancy top, top top three go up in League Two though. So I will take third place right yeah, now. Man. I don't care about trophies. Just get out of that league. That's fantastic. And how is that? Obviously, we're talking about FPL and fancy Premier League. How is it following a team in a lower league and keeping an eye? Do you, are you like match of the day every week? Or I wish I was. I've yeah. got two little kids and <laughs> too much stuff to do. I so I, I get asked all the time, like, "What's your Premiership team?" Like, I don't have one. I don't care. I don't. I I, I care because of FPL. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a competitive little little side basically. But <laughs> if so, I live, I'm, I'm based in Brighton. If Brighton win, I'm pleased for my mates. Yeah. Also their fans. But if Brighton get done ten nil, it's not going to affect my mood. If Argyle lose one nil, I want to smash the house up. <laughs> so yeah. What, that's what kind about of... John Lundstrom third on the bench? How does that make you feel? Because so we should mention it's Monday night. We're still in the middle of game week twenty nine. Yeah. Well, not in yes. the middle, towards the end. Well, two games to come on. Yeah, yeah. Lundy's currently stranded on my bench. I have the same, third sub. I have the same uh, predicament. Inaccessible. No chance of him coming on. No, I've got no. Because if De Bruyne doesn't play, Grealish comes on for me. So. Yeah, you had a strong bench last week, and, doing and it. they but they came in for you, didn't they? A couple of them. I oh, I did remember. that deliberately. Oh, did I was you? Being an oh, idiot. just for fun. I only had eleven players, so I put four of them on the bench just so I could have this, the treat of them. <laughs> it's like so guarantee a green arrow it's got to that point in the season yeah. isn't it where you're looking yeah. for little treats it's the small wins that yeah. <laughs> I did worry that shit is that going to happen is there like some rule yeah, that would be, be so mean but, yeah, yeah that is good nice reward so have you all got Bruno Fernandes nope no I brought, yes. him in, I brought him in in my wildcard team and I'm pleased he's doing so well like, he's such a good start yeah. I think it's like 38 points in five games or something it's ridiculous he just got player of the month didn't he yeah. really? I just yeah. hate Man United so much I can't, <laughs> he can't do it I hate him on F- in FPL and in real life really but mm. I can't yeah I can't avoid him I had Rashford for ages obviously though he's cropped so yeah. yeah after that I, I couldn't 
There are there are more Man U fans in Plymouth than there are in Salford, and that, <laughs> and that winds me up no end. Yeah, so, yeah, I bet. I wish nothing but ill upon that club. <laughs> yeah. I think we'd all probably join you in that and then, as well. I mean, Chelsea. Out of ah, nowhere. Chelsea yeah. banging mm. four against. I, it's a weird one because Willian's the top scorer of the week at the at the moment, and oh, like, he's actually right. having a bit of a renaissance. I, I had him in for a bit, and then he didn't score any points. And I had Mason Mount in for a bit. He was hitting this, and I've dropped him, and now he's yeah. come good again. It's just. Yeah, I did the it's same amount. So annoying. The nature of the beast, though, isn't it? Oh, gee, Chelsea yeah. have been annoying yeah. this season on FPL. Like, yeah. When uh, Barkley was doing really well for a bit, had a few good games, didn't he? And then a lot of rotation, nothing happened. And now he's back. 12 he got, points. Yeah, two assists and the Two assists and three bonus. The swine. So annoying. Yeah, very frustrating, but they've got really good fixtures as well, Chelsea. So I'm thinking of looking at them again. Yeah. yeah. I've been burnt by Callum Hudson Adoy, mm-hmm. Ross Barkley. Yeah. Rhys James yeah. I just thought look he's playing like a right midfielder so I bought him in and he's got me about three points in four weeks <laughs> yeah. so, get Alonso That's... yeah it's a, it, but there's a lot of fixtures still to come aren't there and if you look at the, there's a lot of TBCs for, so there will be another but, double game week or two the way that exciting. the season's gone though especially with Liverpool running away with it I think it's just skewed the rest of the season because whereas say in September October you guarantee every team's fighting for every point yeah Liverpool are probably going to do it I yeah. can't imagine throwing it away now. Yeah. So then, are their play? I mean, already their defence is looking a bit shaky now. But are they going to start down in tools? Do you reckon? Are they just going to prioritise Europe? Well, they might rotate, mightn't they? Yeah. yeah. They might start playing some of the kids, especially after they lost as well. It's not like they've got that un, you know unbeatable record it's or anything. A, it's like a good that. point. It's always that you get the teams that have gone on holiday, don't you? That are safe mid-table. Yeah. At this time of season, yeah. so it's always worth looking for teams that got something to play for. Three wins to go, isn't it for Liverpool? So. I thought it was two now. Two, so yeah. City now. City now. City yeah. Losing. Of it could be the Palace game. For a couple of weeks. Yeah, which is I'm sort of that's why I was like thinking about IU. Five point one million and he's scored like certainly the last three games. He's spoiled the party. Yeah. And yeah, yeah and Palace like spoiling the party, don't they? So I kinda yeah. thought against Liverpool maybe but then, Rob, you in that blank game week. week. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, he's, he's a good player. Team? He's a good player, but he doesn't get much service, that's the problem. Right. Um but he does take most of his chances, you know. But yeah, I don't know. It, Palace historically have done well against the big teams in the yeah. last few mm. seasons. Man City, Liverpool often score a couple of goals, often get a bit, maybe get an upset or get close to it. So Roy the boy at the helm as well. Roy loves it, doesn't he? Yeah. Another year on his contract. I was yeah, added another year. Yeah, excellent. But now, I, I went to Palace Watford on Saturday, and you wouldn't have believed Watford was the same team that destroyed Liverpool. It's weird. They were isn't so it? average. All right. They were just all over. They didn't look like a team. Yeah, really odd I thought they'd be flying up yeah there. that would rejuvenate them but yeah, yeah. very odd game I don't know who's going to go down I can't really Norwich probably yeah, yeah. sadly I think, yeah. I, think I, I heard the, someone say the other day are they the best team to ever come bottom of the league <laughs> like basically like the best Premier League relegation down, I, think, I think their, their squad's going to end up getting stripped because yeah. like Pookie yeah. for one yeah Pookie going to be straight strong. him Campbell, Campbell. yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. snap them all up. Maybe even Tim Krull. I don't know. Yeah, after his water bottle shenanigans, you think someone fancy a bit of that. Yeah, yeah that was I was good. at that game. Well, oh, yeah, you were. Well, yeah. yeah. Went to the new stadium. It's incredible. Is it good? The sound and the way the noise travels and stays in the ground. Yeah, because they've put speakers around, haven't they, to like. Yeah, and I think just the acoustics. Oh, really? As well. Yeah, yeah they, they replay, like they play noise into you. Yeah, that's that sound. You know, it's all fabricated. It's right? all amplified by the speakers. It's amplified, it's, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. It's not like pre recorded. I didn't know. No, it's not pre recorded. When you get to a point, you have to add your that. fans, then that's. Yeah, I didn't know that, but you did, I didn't notice it. But um, Are there USB chargers on the seats? 
I didn't see him. Okay. Okay. That, might be, that might be in like <laughs> oh, that, club that would be whatever. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'd heard that, and I was like, oh Jesus. Is that just below the switch where your seat warms up for you? Probably. Yeah, I've got really good beer. car seats. That's why. Yeah, I've got good really beer. Good beer. Oh, did you do the bottom? Yeah. Did you do the bottom filling pint then? Uh, no, I didn't see that. You didn't have a bottom filling pint. I didn't see it. No, I would have got it if I'd seen it. But very good beer and a, a very drunk man who wanted to have a dance with us at half time even oh, though there was nice. no music on <laughs> that was good just asked for a dance and then when we refused asked for a fight instead so. nice oh I love her <laughs> did you advise that one instead or not <laughs> yeah one of my mates gave him a little shove and then that was the stewards came in and it was fine mm. <laughs> a very a very odd moment was it you abusing Eric Dyer's brother uh, yeah full time <laughs> yeah because he wouldn't dance for you was that it yeah that was right <laughs> oh good yeah, yeah I told him that uh, someone thought he'd be a very good prison mate to use his head to get through the wall We're, very early on we asked who would be your uh, ultimate footballer to share a prison cell with Whoa. if by you know mis- a misfortune run of events you end up in prison the FPL who would prison. be the footballer well, well actually not FPL necessarily just, yeah, just yeah. a footballer prison. and a friend of ours chose Eric Dyer because he said he'd use his forehead to break through the walls and well, set, uh, by that logic there's surely Harry Maguire yeah mine was Mo Salah because I think he'd be quite quite cuddly if you've got to snuggle up in a little bed that hair you know mm. Rob's looking for companionship yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and respect I think most people in there would respect him <laughs> maybe so I think be respect right. between the two of you for boundaries <laughs> yeah. you know we're just cuddling and <laughs> but just a cuddle. in the in scenario what, what do you think Salah is inside for there what's he done that's true oh, it's nothing serious know. is it it's probably Match like fixing. some tax evasion or yeah. something <laughs> Yeah. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, a nice crime. Brutal murder. Yeah, nice crime. <laughs> nice crime. <laughs> a lovely crime. Blue collar. Ash like nice crime. White collar, sorry. No, no. <laughs> so, yeah, have a think. If you think of your ideal prison mate from the football world, we'll probably be back in Fenway because they'll just back you up. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you go. That's an absolute unit behind you. Yeah. yeah a, bit, he's a bit too big, though. It'd take up so much space in the cell. Yeah. You'd like, wouldn't be able to kind of yeah, move. Well, you want to be you safe. You'd say about cuddly and feel safe in his arms, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you would. Sleep well at night. <laughs> so, uh, so, what's going on with Bastille? You've Sorry, got some digressions. Uh, <laughs> from from uh, prison to Bastille. So, yeah, what's going You've got Hampton Court Palace. In June. Yes, and uh, a couple of things I can't say yet, but okay. largely this is a year off, which is uh, quite well timed with yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The world. Yeah. And this is your first year off from life for much ever. Ever, right? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So, what are you going to do with your time? So, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, I've just started my own podcast oh, um, called the Duck and Dive Podcast, which will be available very soon, so keep your eyes peeled for that. It's just about people who manage to duck and dive a normal nine to five. So we've got Bond stunt ladies, I've got footballers turned fashion designers, cricketers turned to broadcasters, uh, comedians, drummers and musicians as well. A whole kind of broad sort of palette. That's a great idea. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, they could be coming out very soon. Very good. Excited. I was going to say, can we come on it? But we we all have nine to five. Yeah, ah, curses. One yeah. day, or maybe it'll inspire you to quit your jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take an alternative. Yeah. Chase your dreams. Yeah. Well, I'm 9.30 till 6 normally, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make an exception. <laughs> so <laughs> what's happened since you last on, Woody? It's been nearly a year, hasn't it? You so, so what was it, April 7th, um, our album came out. Yeah. Um, so we've done a whole album campaign since we last spoke. Yeah. Um, we did full US tour. We did Aussie tour, uh, which was a nice, a nice break in the sunshine in January for yeah, us. Yeah, there was a lovely photo of you and a koala. Uh, they... 
instinct. <laughs> oh my god. It, it's like a mixture of like ammonia and like five year old piss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's very pungent. So um, so far from the, the physical appearance. Is that a general them. thing or is that just the one you had? Uh, apparently so all the females don't stink. Right. But they get way addy if you try and cuddle them. So right. the, ma- the males are more placid. But they stink. But they have their glands on their chest. Men love a hug. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And they, it's not like weeing like on themselves to protect themselves. No, it's, a, it's a gland on their chest. So, yeah, here at the at the podcast, you also learn about koalas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would definitely take smelly koala over getting my face clawed off by one. Yeah. So, you know. And listeners, if you know a smellier animal than a koala, then please get in touch yeah, and let us know. Yeah, do. And you um, bumped into you at the Brits. Yes, we did. Yeah, you had an excellent pocket on your shirt. It was <laughs> massive pocket. Vibrant. Did anything did it come in handy? Did anything end up in the pocket no, at the end of the night? Nothing at all. Um, thankfully, we managed to avoid uh, to, to, to stay staying free as Lewis Capaldi was charging round, uh, issuing everyone with Buckfast. Oh, was he on excellent? The yeah, you yeah. mentioned that when you were on last time. You said that's the best catch-up drink, right? But it's, uh, yeah, so if you're so we we have, we, we have it on the Bastille Rider, which is the ultimate jet lag. Kind of antidote because right. it's, it's got caffeine and booze in it. Um, and I'm not sure we mentioned it before because obviously we were talking about alcohol when I last came on. But uh, in the first six months of 2010, I think 45 police sorry, 45 percent of all police reports in Scotland mentioned the word Buckfast. <laughs> what a <laughs> fact! Louis Capaldi living the dream on yeah. stage at the Brit Awards yeah. with his bottle of Buckfast. They so. must have loved that. That's like yeah. such good advertising for them. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Um, also based in Devon, like literally 10 minutes at the road from Plymouth. Buckfast, right, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, not actually Scottish. I, assumed, I just assumed it was Scottish. Yeah. Devon, right. Devon's second finest export after me. Yeah, well, next time you're on, we'll make sure there's a crate of Buckfast. Oh, you joke. As uh, <laughs> a guy who used to work at our, at our label in Germany called uh, Alex Wolf, he's a lovely bloke. He, so uh, in Germany, you legally cannot buy Buckfast because it's classed as tonic wine. And it's neither tonic nor wine, so <laughs> you can't buy it in the shops. He actually ordered a case from the monks directly just to come to our to, to our show in Berlin. Uh, and he didn't. I don't think he really appreciated how strong it was. He did a whole bottle by himself, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just not feeling too bad. Clever the next day. And you say he used to work at your label. He's yeah. now. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's now just drinking Buckfast. We haven't actually, actually seen him since. So yeah. <laughs> and how was your gig at the Palladium? It was great, yeah. We did a big gig for for Warchild at the Palladium, which was we've done a, a handful of these shows in, over the past couple of years now, which we call reorchestrated, which very cleverly because we reorchestrate our songs with an orchestra, so many many entendres, not just double ones. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just great fun. So we get uh, a gospel choir and an orchestra and percussionist, and basically kind of flip all our songs on their heads. And it's just a really nice way of doing it. We all get suited and booted. Great. It's some of the first gigs my grandparents actually want to ask for tickets. Yeah, exactly. like, nice. Oh, you're playing a real venue now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. What comes to that down. one? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> it was a great show. It, it was, was really, really good. Nice. I, yeah. yeah really. Obviously, Rich organised it, and I, I was, I went. A, an audience member. Yeah. And yeah. It was, it was a fantastic yeah, gig. Really special night. Well, it's great just kind of knowing all those tracks from when I worked with you guys on the first album. It's like really fun to hear them. Reimagined, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reorchestrated, if you will. Reorchestrated, yeah. indeed. Yeah, and of course you got uh, you're rolling that back out to Hampton Court Palace. Yes, be so, nice. so two nights in a row, which technically means we are taking up residency in a palace. Oh, yeah, fantastic! And you've yes. got some wonderful company, haven't you? Is it uh, Lionel Richie, Dido? 
Lionel. Oh, I saw Lionel um, there a couple of years ago. Unbelievable. I love Lionel. Oh, I boy. love Lionel. <laughs> he's, a, he's a legend. It's a beautiful place. The venue is fantastic. When's the last time you saw the video for Hello? Because it is creepier than you remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's almost as go on YouTube right awesome. now and watch that because it's, yeah. it's batshit. <laughs> and Dancing on the Ceiling is a good video to revisit as well. It's big. Because that's. It's very literal. Yeah, <laughs> and, and just terrible. Yeah. As a kid, I thought it, was, it blew my mind, and then you watch it now, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they did it. Also, yeah. on the bill for Hampton Court is Rick Astley. You guys are big fans of Rick, aren't you? Friend of the band, Rick Astley, yes. Yeah, friend of, I mean, what a wonderful character. He, like, much in the same vein as Neil Warlock, just the nicest guy you'll ever yeah. meet. He was a very, very good sport last summer when we did the Isle of Wight Festival. He played before us, and we spoke to him briefly and just offhand was like do you want to come and sing Pompeii with us he's like yeah right Fantastic. Really? so he did so no rehearsal nothing just so, bowled yeah. out on stage just had no, a go really. and it was great yeah he's well liked isn't he? he he's just like he's an incredible performer he did a he did a show for Warshard a couple of years ago at the Jazz Cafe and it just uh, he's just such an amazing raconteur on stage isn't he he's just you see him just, just banging out the show business he's a very, after fi- a very very fine fine drummer as well Is he? <laughs> yeah, he did That's play it. drums at that gig as well yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. behind the decks yeah. Yeah, should get him on your podcast. Maybe we should. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah. just uh, touching on football because I don't think we got to him on the tips. I was thinking on the weekend, Chris Wood, yes. Burnley, a beautiful, mm. beautifully named man. Um, do you do you have a little moment when you hear his name mentioned? Yeah, I do. I do kind of ponder like yeah. sliding could doors, parallel universe. Yeah, like, oh, could have been me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> scuffing <laughs> in from two yards for Argyle. <laughs> <laughs> never know. <laughs> left back, left back for Burnley. But yeah, but that's that's great sharing the name of the professional football. Yeah, do you get him on FIFA and if you play football manager? Yeah, just to hear his name. Bring him in. in. You know what? I really should do actually. I, I do play. I do play FIFA like way too much, as my message will definitely attest. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, you should bring in. Yeah, bring in Chris. Bring in Woods. Yeah, we had a, quite a few people asking, like, do you have Woody? Uh, do you have Chris Wood in in your team? And you there don't. Is, I don't. Maybe I, maybe I should. There is also on Facebook. There is a, a group just called the League of Chris Wood. Because <laughs> there are a lot of Chris Woods in the world, it turns out. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. That is brilliant. Hello again, FF Hangover Boys. Here's another quizzical dive into 90s football, when everything was better. When Sainsbury's attempted to predict the England squad for their World Cup 98 coin collection, selecting superstars like Paul Gascoigne and Andy Hinchcliffe must have felt like safe decisions. However, these two, plus Andy Cole and Phil Neville, didn't make the squad after being enshrined in coin form. Who was the fifth player to make the Sainsbury's squad but not Glenn Hoddles? Was it Nicky Butt, Rio Ferdinand or Rob Lee? There we go, Sainsbury's did a coin. Yeah. A court, yeah, I remember this. What year was it? Ninety-eight. Right. See, did you boys collect the like figurine statues from your ninety-six? Yeah, from oh, those the big head ones. The, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched them. Yeah. Rob Lee was definitely in that. I remember. Was he? My so initial I, thought was Rob Lee. That's where I went. Yeah, I do because yeah. I remember the whole Gaz because Gazzle was left yeah. out of the squad, wasn't he? And mm. you know, I bet that coin's worth quite a lot now. If you had a Gazzle mm. coin, but Nicky Buck, so still in the prime of his career. But we had quite an embarrassment of midfielders at that point. Yeah, yeah. Nicky Butt was always a suspect about. Who was the other one? Mm. Nicky Butt. <laughs> Nicky Butt, Rob Lee, and someone yeah. else. Someone else. <laughs> wasn't was it? 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 Was
Ferdinand would have made it surely but, what in 98 though yeah maybe not because that was Sol Campbell and yeah so Tony Adams, Adams wasn't it yeah so was yeah it was, it was, it was Sol Sol and Adams were did they, did they take Rio along as a youngster though I know they did that for one tournament where he didn't play but they took him along for, for I, a tournament I think, experience I think, took, I think they took Cara really that one. I'm, I'm going to go yeah I'm, I'm going to go Rio mm. right let's hear from Nick are we, what are you going I'm going to go Nicky Butt yeah Nicky I was Butt. Nicky Butt Nicky Butt Nicky Butt Rio I, I was going Rob Lee but well there you go we've got a good spread we'll yeah one off, so let's right. see Nicky Butt was the fifth shiny casualty not to make Glenn Hoddle's 98 World Cup squad Rio Ferdinand and Rob Lee made the squad but weren't in the original coin collection he knew that so it was Rob Lee Nicky Butt or yeah, did a, I think I think you're right. We had a, a quite a rich central midfield in England. Yeah, in '98. Yeah, and uh, Rio went for the experience. Okay, you so, you were saying off air that you were in uh, Thailand in '98. I was in Thailand on Koh San Road watching that game. Yeah, and it broke my heart. And the thing back then, that's when in Thailand football was everywhere, mm. and every bar you went past had a screen, and they just replayed the game oh, every day oh, for about no. ten days, and it just tortured me. Yeah. I was full of optimism. I was like, "We're gonna win the penalties. It's gonna be alright." How were you on a gap year or something? I was at university, so when you had a long summer holiday, right, yeah. you spent seven weeks in Thailand. Uh, yeah, which is fantastic. But I remember it was when Michael Owen was just coming through as a yeah, big player yeah. and obviously scored that goal against Argentina. Yeah. And that was what most of the tuk-tuk drivers in Thailand said to you when they were speaking English. Michael Owen. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And also maybe Diego Simeone and Shizai. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, was in a, I was in a school play, so I, mi- I was in Midsummer Night's Dream and I, had to, I remember I had to learn to waltz for it and it was... At- <laughs> It was all honestly. What was your part? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember actually, but I had some waltz in it. I had, to, oh, I don't know. There was some dance scene. I had to do it again for another play that Can I was in a couple of years later. No, I'm awful. Can I had to have extra now? lessons. I was so bad. Because wow. your good, good lady wife, former fiance, is a proper dancer. She right? used to dance. Yeah, she could teach. You so that. no, she yeah, can't. She I was going to say as well. Uh, in terms of missing games for lesser things, my dad's best mate in Plymouth uh, called Bob Cooper. Bless him. He he missed the World Cup final in 66 because his mum had pre-booked tickets for the sound of music oh. the cinema <laughs> oh, and insisted that they go it's only a game Bob it's only a game she oh. said it's oh. only a game Bob oh. <laughs> poor old Bob that's horrible oh. I mean sound of music is a classic but this is true let's uh, spare a thought for Bob there I wonder, yeah. I wonder if he heard all the commotion. You know, I wonder if people That's were like singing in the streets. I imagine it's probably as he was only, watching. Oh, I see. I mean, it's probably only them in the cinema. I imagine <laughs> yeah. It's not like you walk out and check your phone, is it, for the result? No, that's it. Be like cheering Conga. and people pouring out of the houses. Yeah, yeah right. What's happened? Yeah, when you leave, yeah. normally it's like, oh, it's really dark outside, and then that, but actually everyone's just in the street partying. Not the normal uh, way to leave the cinema. Oh, Horrible. Man, that's, that would kill me. Heartbroken, be, oh, be forever. Yeah. Blame your mum forever. Oh, yeah, I'll always, I'll always be angry with her. Should we uh, have a look into our mailbag and see what we've got from people? Yes. Yeah. Abuse mostly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did ask people what they thought of you. What he say? Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter and on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Right, so Mark 
from Plymouth has. Uh, I'm assuming he's an Argyle fan, but uh, he's asked which be. which Argyle <laughs> players you rate in the current squad, and if you think there's any future FPL legends in there. Ooh, I would say that I rate. And this is a very easy thing to say. Uh, Luke Jeffcott, who is a product of the Argyle youth system, he was away on loan at the start of the season, I believe, at Dorchester and we were scratching around for an actual proper finisher and in January we didn't sign anyone he got recalled from loan and he's banged in somewhere like 8 in about 10 games amazing brilliant uh, but proper strikers goals like just poachers instinct which would be great uh, local lad as well which is obviously what everyone loves to see um, also in fact yeah so future FPL great it'll be our reserve keeper uh, Michael Cooper who he just can't get in the squad at the moment because we've got a loan signing from West Brom we've got Alex Palmer but He's the, he's the real deal and uh, Argyle did very very well in the FA Youth Cup last season he was a big part of that right. and he's only 20 okay. he's, he's, he's going to be a future star I rate and also Callum McFadden as well left wing back so when we signed uh, Danny Mayer who's our sort of marquee signing of the summer so we basically kind of picked up half of Berry's squad they, they came with Ryan Lowe the manager after Berry sadly went yeah. went to the wall and yeah, he was kind of wasn't that highly like well no he was very highly thought of but he wasn't seen as a, like a sort of marquee signing but he just scored some silly goals from from left, left wing back yeah for fun really so yeah we've we're blessed with a very decent footballing team especially for League Two and yeah hopefully we'll get to try again in League One yeah exactly creep up towards the FPL legendary status mm. um, got one in here from Barney as well who I don't think it's Barney Whitehall. Jack Whitehall brother uh, has can you name England's group in the Nations League <laughs> like the draw was made oh, for the yeah. Nations League that's, that's not fair question. I think Belgium are in there aren't Belgium they? are in there that being the headline I just, I just know that it's, that it's coming home guys it's coming yeah. home <laughs> that's all I need to know <laughs> I, yeah I completely passing I, by I saw this question I was like hey has yeah. the, the draw been made Belgium and someone else Someone else, like yeah. Croatia, maybe. So I looked it up. I didn't word, even know no. Belgium. Yeah. I, yeah. I looked it up. It's Belgium, Denmark, and Iceland. Denmark, right, okay. I'll take that. Yeah, seems yeah. alright. When is it? June. <laughs> next uh, summer. Yeah, next next, summer. next year. Yeah. So Euros this year, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Coronavirus so. permitting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> can't no. ruin the Euros. So it could. Can it could. I had a, a question for you that was sent in by Facebook from Bernadette who said did you make Dan bleach his hair and can you ask him to dye it back please comedy <laughs> <laughs> seemed a little bit harsh but no I did not make Dan bleach his hair he is a law unto himself and also Bernadette the way that, that hair works he's got a skinhead anyway it can rectify within a day or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normal Good service answer. shall be resumed. <laughs> Although Dan actually taking his hair off for the start of the last album campaign, I think cost some hairdressers some money because my sister, who's a hairdresser, would more often than not get asked, "Can you give me a Dan Smith?" When he used to have the big, the big, big old spiky oh, hair, yeah. Yeah. spiked up hair. Yeah, I like the wow. blonde hair. It suits him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. Like. Kind of morphing more and more into Ollie from years and years. For <laughs> <laughs> <that> the dream. <laughs> Why not? Um, um, I had I had something that, uh, about last week um, from Vicky nineteen ninety nine, saying what happened to Amazon's Joe? I love him. Oh yes, oh. of course. So um, yeah. um, uh, Joe from the Amazons was meant to be on last week's show. 
and last minute had a family uh, situation so couldn't join us he will we'll be coming on we're trying to arrange yeah hopefully later in the this next, month yeah next few weeks yeah. there you go Vicky he's so, coming back so watch your space Vix great yeah. band yeah pretty bad uh, and finally a FPL question uh, from Susie FPL I mean I guess she likes FPL uh, <laughs> wants to know what your chip strategy is I'm assuming oh, she means yeah. I always free hit and etc not yeah, how you yeah. eat your chips it's always based around double game weeks for me yeah and I've been stung so many times where like say previous seasons like Asana or whoever has had two game weeks like right triple captain and then gets benched for it's one of them yeah, comes yeah. on for like a last 10 minute cameo in the second game so I I just ignore chips you recently played so your wild card I did wild card just because uh, I think half my squad were injured yeah and I had, to, I had to kind of act swiftly so your chips actually is ignore them you just don't <laughs> I think I, I, I think chips chips make you behave in ways that you normally wouldn't do otherwise mm. yeah um, across the course of the season it's really much of a muchness wow would there be a would there be a dream chip because we've spoken about Double double captain. You have to say it twice. Wow. Imagine that. Two double players double. get you double points one week. I'd I'd like to go for one called the afterthought, where you get to choose, choose a captain <laughs> at the end of the game. Yeah. Week. Or, or pull points. players off your bench like John Lundstrom this week. This is yeah. it. That would be nice. The airlift. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. That would be good. That would be nice when it just one game week to know you could salvage a disaster. Or. The assassination chip, where you can, you can just remove a player from every, everyone's squad, like like one player, you, you can take out <laughs> someone just in a week. Curse you, Mane! Exactly, yeah. Danny go. I still think, and I, w- I I want this to happen, is that you should have a manager. You pick a manager mm. as well, and that, that if they. So you know, so if, if they get Klopp, a red card, if, yeah, and yeah. then if they win the match, you get three points. If they draw, they get one point, yeah, and then you get show. other like I don't know. Yeah, if they get in trouble, you get minus points. But I think it's not that many points associated with it, so I think they'd have to kind of make it up. I think there should be a bonus point for every player in a squad that makes the first game of match of the day. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the match of the yeah. day. Chip. It, means, it means you play played a good game. Everyone yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. I think a bonus point. Goal on clearances or hitting the post or bar or with a shot, obviously. Hitting the post, hitting the post or hitting the bar, yeah. You get, you, you, should, get you think you should get points for it? Yeah, one point. Skill point. Do you yeah, not do yeah, it like okay. if you captain someone and they hit the post? Ah, like, oh, that's so yeah. close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saving. Could have been. Soccer AM showboat making that should be like a bonus ten points. Goal forever. Um, anyone caught dying or time wasting should be penalised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Diving yellow card should be worth more than a normal yellow card. Yeah, yeah. That will punish them because they will play FPL, so they'd be really annoyed. With that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For my captain this week, yeah, yeah. Do I choose? Yeah. For my captain this week. So we need to talk about toddler captain tips. Yeah. So the kids uh, were 
15, 11 up. So for a recap for any listeners who aren't aware, this is where we get a toddler or a young person to choose our fantasy football captain to prove or disprove whether all the research stats and metrics are more effective than the opinion of a small person. So we had uh, Jeff Jones from Yorkshire uh, sent in his designated child, um, who was called either, either either Jim or Bob, yeah. to, to choose between. <laughs> he was fake. He was putting on some weird accent. Yeah, we, we got to send this into our inbox, and it was all highly suspect. It, Jeff Jones. Jeff Jones. From Jeff Yorkshire. Jones isn't the child. Jeff Jones is the adult. Yeah, Bob uh, or Jim. Child, he, he called he the child to... both Bob and Jim within the broadcast. Yeah. Jim Bob. I mean, listen back. It was, it was pretty stellar. It was gold. Uh, he chose between Abamyang or Salah. They chose Salah, who scored nine points against Bournemouth, uh, scoring. But Abamyang's currently on two. Of course, Arsenal play on Wednesday. Uh, right, so, so we have to do, yeah. So um, we have to re-recap. Well, re-recap. I need Abamyang to come through for me. So come on, Jeff Jones. Yes. I need a Pepe hat trick. Oh yeah, I saw you, Captain Pepe. Yeah. Ah yes, so. tough fixture. But like you said earlier, they might be on the slide, City. So yeah. hope springs eternal. Who's, who's this week, Rob? Well, as you know, it's uh, it's often challenging. We kick ourselves sometimes for doing this, and um, so I asked Olive again for about the fifth. She loves doing it. She loves the podcast. What's her hit rate like at the minute? Uh, I think she's done pretty well. The last last one she chose a few weeks ago was Salah over Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne. She called him, and she chose Salah because he had his boobies out. <laughs> and it worked and it worked yeah. I think I think Kevin De Bruyne got two and Salah got close to double figures so it's just doing pretty well old flat chested Kev as they call yeah. it <laughs> but I'll give Nothing you on a, top, a little blast of um, uh, helping me choose for game week 30 hello what's your name Olive and how old are you three Okay, you're going to help Daddy choose his captain. So you can choose this man, Jamie Vardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you can choose this man, Guero. He's doing a funny mm-hmm. face there. <laughs> Which one do you like, Guero or Vardy? Vardy. You like Vardy? Yeah. Why do you like him? Because he... Can you tell it just... just Tell you what? It's Christmas. Christmas? No, it's... Um, because he does... Fee-fees. Oh, does he? Yeah. I really thought yeah, yeah. she was going to mention WKD Blues or something. That's the, <laughs> that was the real reason. Yeah. I really want to know where she was going with the Crestmen. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah, I'm not sure. Was it Kevin Pressman? I was thinking that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Aaron Cresswell. <laughs> yeah. So. Not, was legend. yeah, that really baffled me. I wasn't sure. Because normally the Crestmen. Yeah, yeah, normally yeah. I can work out, you know, it's like you tune into what your own kid's saying, right? So even if they're saying it a bit weird, you kind of you yeah. interpret it. But yeah, I don't know what that was. But yeah, he does poo poos. Well, he does poo poos. He probably does though, doesn't he? He probably does horrendous poo-poos. We spoke previously about his diet and amount of Red oh, Bull he gosh, drinks. Yeah. And, oh. yeah. We once, um, I digress, but I was going to talk about poo. Why not? <laughs> Specialist subject. We, we, the band, we once played a festival in Alabama uh, called Golf Shores or something. And 
it's some of the best coastline you've ever seen everyone there was just either chiselled and stacked or wonder babes in bikinis and then us four white pasty English blokes all wearing black just shriveling in the sun um, in fact halfway through the gig our tour manager actually had to come on and put sun cream on Dan's face like a really concerned parent <laughs> it's like really infantilising anyway they also had a little bar afterwards and a slushy machine and we proceeded to drink Malibu sorry Malibu and blue slushy aka Malibu oh, nice and yeah the next day we are all having a chat it's like lads is um anyone else been crapping blue this morning <laughs> it was like someone dropped a toilet duck oh. <laughs> in the toilet it was that bad oh. so what was the inside I have no idea just wow. make some Malibu Man, wow I haven't heard of that well, that's interesting I've never yeah. had blue poo before <laughs> that's brilliant something to aspire to yeah. there, was a, there was a drink there kicking around when I was at university weed killer which was blue what balls. is weed killer weed killer is blue balls and an orange reef so it's probably showing oh. age here and oh. that was uh, it turned a dark green and had the wow. same effect on your do you ever drink dirty vimtos <laughs> no no. So you put a shot of port in a WKD blue it tastes just like Vimto. Oh yeah, it does, ah, right. We call it cheeky Vimto rather than dirty Vimto. Oh. But yeah, I like regional dirty. difference. Yeah, yeah regional. I just call it weakness. Personally, but it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> all right, lads. Honour and a bleeding privilege, Scotty Carson here. How are we? Hope we're all good. Anyway, lads, some good news in. Uh, thinking about starting my own club. David Beckham's done it out in America. Thinking about doing my own. Why not? I've got my friend uh, Daniel. Daniel Storage. He's given me. He dropped me a couple of emails saying he's got a bit of time on his hands. Good lad. Does that great celebration where he dances. <laughs> and there's not even any music playing, but he just dances. He's such a great laugh. So anyway, lads, thinking about starting up my own club, getting a bit fed up with not getting a game here with Manchester City. So, uh, yeah, watch this space. That's all I'm saying. Watch this space because uh, I've been to America a couple of times on holidays and, uh, you know, know a couple of nice hotels and that and good restaurants. So I just think might as well just go over there so, and, uh, yeah, you know, start a club and Daniel Storage. <laughs> so we'll both do that celebration <laughs> together. All right. Right, lads. See you soon. Right, so let's have a little look ahead. So game week thirty is a normal game week, so all all sides playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are obviously Champions League fixtures this week for Spurs and Liverpool, Europa League for Wolves and Man United. So I expect a bit of rotation going on. But um, the big stress ahead for FPL managers is game week thirty one, which yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, there are no fixtures for 12 teams it's staying so, like that it's definitely not going to change yeah so Arsenal, Villa Southampton Man City Man United Brighton, Norwich Sheffield United Leicester Newcastle Chelsea and Everton not playing well, and it could be the weekend that Liverpool win the title yes it could well be by um, default yeah there's only four games wowzers so 30 yeah looking ahead to 30 well it's I think I like the look of uh Everton Liverpool on the Monday night. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be tasty. Yeah, they so Liverpool could win the title in that game as well because if City, oh, City lose, lose. So obviously City are playing Wednesday, and that, if they lose to Burnley, then against, Liverpool against will win. Chris Woods Burnley. Yeah, will win. Yeah. Liverpool will win the league without having to kick a ball. Um, what do you think, though? Do you think Burnley can do that? So, how many points do Man City need to secure uh, Champions League for next season? Is the question because. I can just see he's not been asked. Yeah, they, they're definitely out, right? Of Champions League, or are they still dispute? Well, it's still pending appeal, right. I think. But yeah. 
I think they're. I'll look at the table in front of me. But yeah, they've got. Um, I don't know. But you had a theory about them collapsing, didn't you? Yeah, I think they're, I think they're just going to prioritise Champions League now because they, they have to. Because if yeah, if they are banned next season, was it two seasons they're banned for? Two, two seasons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is their only shot, like because like this this current squad and the what they've built up with Pep, like, yeah. it's not going to be there in two years' time. No, not no way. way, no way. Especially Sergio Aguero, he won't, he won't be there. Yeah, so they, time, they're think, currently so. on fifty-seven points, seven seven points ahead of Leicester, and nine points ahead of Chelsea. So. They had to build it up. Yeah, yeah. you'd think they'd they'd still they'd be in there. They'll get it? second. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, fixture wise, I mean, it, it's not nothing, nothing standing out. Well, Watford, Leicester. You got Nigel Pearson's return. Oh yeah. Leicester. Mm-hmm. But um, as you said, you you saw Watford play. Yeah, Arsenal. terrible. But then maybe they'll be better at home. Maybe getting back home after after the Liverpool win, they'll be you know they'll be fired up a bit. But they were very average against Palace. Norwich Southampton could be a, a goal fest. Yeah. Norwich have got to give that everything, haven't they? Southampton yeah. conceded a few. Um, United could be well at Spurs if you look at differing fortunes. You'd quite fancy them to get a result. Yeah, United haven't lost in ten games now. That's crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, since they lost, I think it was two 0 to Burnley. Since then, they've been bloody good. Are we tempted to skip a Jimenez against West Ham though? It's yeah, mm. they they played quite. I mean, Arsenal weren't brilliant, but they West Ham played quite mm. well against them. They had a result last week, but and also speaking of our best team, our managerial returns as well. You got Jose going back to Manu. Yeah, oh, of yeah. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually might raise the, the shit house in chief. So yeah, it's tough to know where to go really this weekend. Maybe really think maybe Chelsea Villa. That, you know, Chelsea looked very yeah. solid against Everton. So and Villa. Really, kind of not that solid. Are you tempted by Billy Gilmore? I mean, I can't see him playing every game. I don't, I don't know so. even if he's in FPL. I meant to look before this <laughs> podcast, but Billy Gilmore, the tiny Scotsman, probably in. I'm there sure somewhere. he is now, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a tricky one. I'm not sh- I'm not sure about he's this. He's not week. really a point scoring kind of player, is he? He's more of a kind of playing well kind of player. He does look mm. good though, doesn't he? Just yeah, William or Pedro, are them tempting you at all? Uh, I mean, my my, I'd go with Alonso if yeah. I was getting Chelsea in. Um, but I've just played my wild card, and I'm not, I'm not making any changes. Um, Gilmore is in there, four point five million, four point five. There you go. By 0.2% of teams. Is he? Yeah. 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 I just feel Liverpool was running away so much. It's like almost rendered the league a little bit null and void. And the Euros coming up, you got players that are going to be trying not to get injured now, yeah. whilst also staying in, like staying in form. If Sterling gets broken, I'm going to fight someone. Because we, we need him. Yeah, <laughs> we really, so really do. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And Wolves players are tempting. I mean, Wolves have got West Ham away and then they've got some great fixtures after that. So their defence is actually looking really solid at the moment. We talked about Saiz, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. On previous podcasts, but Bolly's only 4.8 million, Cody's only 5 and they've all had stacks of clean sheets and it's West Ham Bournemouth and then yeah. Villa coming up so. I brought Doherty in in my wild card oh, back, we love in, him. back in the game we love him. I think he's a good switch for a Liverpool defender isn't he that's what I've done I did yeah because yeah, I mean what was he about 6 million yeah 6.2 right. yeah um, yeah so I I mean I've tripled up on Wolves <laughs> ahead of Have game you? week 31 as well because with them playing I in think that, it might have to be free game hit game week. Yeah, I'm 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 in a free hit. So yeah. I'm sort of thinking like triple up Liverpool, triple up Wolves, um, and then just kind of dot around across the maybe 
maybe like Burnley and Watford because um, they're they're playing each other. Um, so you could kind of I, I can't see that being a very high scoring game. So you could maybe maybe bank on some defenders there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm quite tempted to offload Robertson. He's been he's been good for me all season, but yeah, didn't even start no. time. Yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. didn't start. Yeah, I'm in the same position. I've got Robertson. Yeah, yeah, he was left out completely, wasn't he? he was yeah. on the bench. Should have played London Stream, shouldn't I? Yeah, <laughs> heartbreaking, ah. heartbreaking. So yeah, what are you are, you've got Pepe as your captain currently, just purely because he was the only player this week uh, who had a, a double game. Oh right, yeah. Thing. So just logically, it made sense. Yeah, I went Aubameyang, and he's obviously only got two points so oh, far. No, I did as well. I, I came this close to triple captaining him, and I decided uh, not to, and I was just panicking all of until he didn't really show up again. Yeah, I've got that. I've got De Bruyne as captain. Ooh. Kevin De Bruyne so he'll probably come on for 11 minutes <laughs> yeah. on Wednesday yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Card. yeah. <laughs> double zero <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne are you going to uh, are you going to free hit them Rob do you think for that 31 I think so although part of me is like those often everyone scores nothing in those weeks mm. when no one plays yeah. Yeah. so do you save it for a double game week of which there's probably still a couple left yeah there should yeah. be I guess just thinking about like a more sort of general question: How much more do you care about, about the Premier League because of fantasy? Yeah. So, so previously, I, I, I've only been playing this for about maybe three or four years. Right. Before then, I was I kind of dipping in and out, see who's playing whatever. But now yeah. it's like living and dying. Yeah. yeah. A, a world Burnley midweeker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you've got two players. Out exactly. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's silly how that. I mean, it can be great when it goes your way. But when it doesn't go your way, like those fixtures that you wouldn't have cared about previously can yeah. really be a kick in the balls, can't they? Do you find like at two o'clock you're checking the lineups? Yeah. Oh god. Which yeah. is uh, yeah, which would never have happened no, pre no, no, Yeah, I wouldn't have cared about care. the lineup between yeah. Burnley and Watford, for example. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is this where I start playing? Well I, I I think you obviously you two both support Premier League sides, so you've always had an interest, whereas mm-hmm. I was a Forest fan and yeah. a Plymouth fan over here, there's not been much interest in the Premier League. For a long time, for me and forever for, for you. It's more aspirational than yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it definitely so, yeah. makes watching Match of the Day more interesting, doesn't it? If you've, oh, gotcha. if you've got, yeah, if you're playing FPL, yeah, you keep an eye on your lads, yeah, yeah. See how they were getting and on. Any standout performances you're not thinking about. Give them the eye, the old eye test rather than the. Uh, yeah. just I know, looking at them I know there's bonus points and everything like that, but I just it's a bit cruel when there's like say a player who maybe goes unsung like maybe like a Carrick of old or like a Milner or whatever like just makes the game tick doesn't yeah. do any point scoring stuff but Kante yeah, yeah. yeah. without them the, the team would be nothing it's like it doesn't reward real football you know, yeah that's, yeah. True. that's yeah. true yeah the defensive midfielders yeah it's all the showy stuff isn't it mm-hmm. yeah yeah those yeah those bonus points never go to a, a player like that either do they like say like, a, like, like, like even like a Perlo he'll, he'll play some killer ball that two passes later results in yeah. the goal. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you almost need like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. an assist, assist. Yeah, the you know pre-assist. I mean? yeah, yeah. Pre-assist, key pass. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Key pass. Um, have we got on with the beers today? Has anyone had any favourites? Um, I've well, I, I like beers. So I've enjoyed all of them. Um, <laughs> this one from Four Pure, uh, the Hemisphere Session IPA. Yeah, yeah you good. were raving about that off there, so yeah, I think that's kind of been the beer of the week. So it? I'm generally these days, if I'm, if I'm if I'm drinking pints, I'm normally not to be like a cliche, but I'm drinking cider normally. Um, so I tried finding some again coming in, couldn't find it anywhere in Brighton. Uh, one called Rattler. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rattler. Yeah. Rattler. Yeah. Rattler. Yeah. Proper, <laughs> proper job, boys. <laughs> I'm your Rattler. Um, 
but also I have got a, a Brighton IPA uh, from a company called Lost Pier the West Side IPA uh, which is uh, weighs in at a heavy 6.2 so feeling feeling great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get on with your your yeah, beer. Uh, this this was one uh, Woody brought in uh, the best lager found on tour. Yes, yeah, so this which... this is from um, so it's uh, Augustina Brau from Munich or München, if you will, um, and it's widely regarded amongst touring crew and roadies as the best lager in the world. It was, so it was very. I may disagree, but classic yeah. bottle. Isn't yeah, it? very very yeah. tasty, and we. We did a European tour back in the day when we were still in splitter vans before graduating up to, to tour buses. And the last stop on the tour was Munich and I, we came up with about 10 crates of it, literally. Um, except on the, the very final corner getting into where we, where we had to chop, chop our gear off was quite tight and we lost two crates. <laughs> <laughs> on that corner, lots of broken glass and beer. Oh. Yeah, I was on, I was on a, a low, a couple of low or no's and went with our friends at Big Drop Brewery's Citra IPA, which I've not had before, which was uh, yeah, nice. one of one of the best uh, non-alcoholic beers I've yeah. ever tasted. I think I this, I, the Shipyard American Low Tide Pale Ale. Oh, I've was, not seen that. That's which good. is good actually. Yeah, really pleasant. So good stuff. Yeah, lovely. Right. Well, uh, that's all we've got time for, I think. Yes. So uh, thanks again to Woody for coming on. Good to see us. Hopefully you'll uh, try and climb up the uh, All-Star League. Maybe scrape the top ten. Do your best. You're a few off. Uh, I'll, I'll happily finish bottom as long as Argyle finish third. There we go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to Plymouth for the rest of the season. And uh, hopefully we'll see you again next season, Woody. I look forward to it. Right. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks again. Cheers, Rob. Enjoy Cheers. Right. Well done. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 Review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross.